Hi, my name is Dan Hogue, and I love music. In fact, you could say that music is my radar. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Music Is My Radar, a podcast for music lovers near and far. We have made it to day 24 of the 30-Day Song Challenge, and today's prompt is, name a song that you like by a band you wish were still together. Now, you'd think that this would take me a while to figure out, but I decided on my band pretty quickly. Nowadays, you got so many groups reuniting, maybe with different lineups, and you have some that never really split up. They just don't release studio albums anymore. Or groups that disbanded because one of the members passed away. The first group I thought of that doesn't fill any of these requirements is XTC. And I will be highlighting my all-time favorite song of theirs, Senses Working Overtime. Yes, dear listeners, for the second straight day, I will use this opportunity to spread the word about an all-time favorite group of mine. If yesterday's artist, Elvis Costello, was big in my college years, then XTC were big in my mid-to-late 20s post-college, living on my own for the first time, reclusive years from 2010 to 2012. XTC hail from Swindon, England. The group leader was Andy Partridge, who sung and wrote most of the material, played the guitar. But Colin Moulding was the bassist, and he had his own share of songs that he wrote and sang. Their first two albums in the late 70s were purely new wave, keyboards and such. And general consensus is those aren't their best moments, with which I agree. By their third album in 1979, they replaced their keyboarder with a second guitarist to play off Andy Partridge, and that's when they really came into their own as a post-punk group with an identity all their own. Senses Working Overtime comes from their 1982 double LP English settlement. I've placed the album probably number three in my favorite XTC albums. It does include this song, my favorite XTC song of all time, so that definitely counts in its favor. 
It became their lone top 10 hit in England, rounding out number 10 in 1982. And that just tickles me because the chorus is definitely pop friendly, but the rest of the song isn't quite as readily radio material. So that it charted that high, it warms my heart. Now, a few words about Andy Partridge, the lead singer and songwriter on this particular song and many others. Yeah, he's a bit of an eccentric figure. His voice certainly isn't pretty, and he has his fair share of mannerisms that he drops in the song. Actually, this particular one, he doesn't really go too far. Maybe he did write this with hit single in mind after all. But anyway, he's another good argument in how sometimes I like the uniqueness of a voice rather than how pretty it sounds. Because I can see how Elvis Costello and Bob Dylan can have moments of genuine beauty in their songs, even if the voices are not conventional. I can't really say the same for Andy Partridge. Put it another way, no XCC song out there makes me tear up or get a little misty-eyed. He's way too sarcastic and smart-ass to pull that off. That's not to say he has his happier moments, and I would say this song qualifies as one. The verses are just as ambivalent as a lot of the stuff they wrote. The clouds are away, sun is pie, the innocents can all sleep safely or slowly. But then the pre-chorus kicks in, he talks about the world being football-shaped. He says he can see, hear, smell, touch, taste. And then that wonderful count in that one, two, three, four, five senses working over time. See, Andy Partridge can be happy after all. Maybe he's overwhelmed by it, but the chorus sounds too happy for me to think too hardly about it. And then it goes into the bridge where he talks about, you know, the bad things that could happen. Bullies might give you black eyes. And there was a deleted verse, buses might skid on black ice. But... I can do without that verse. I don't seek out the full version of it. The two examples he gives are more than enough. Then he says, to me, they're very beautiful. It could be just me, but that song always puts me in a good mood. I think in general, I always like it when someone who's not usually happy or usually grumpy can put out a happy moment like this, and that fits Andy Partridge to a T. Unfortunately, after this album, when they went on tour, Andy Partridge, who already had some mental health stuff going on, basically had a panic attack on stage somewhere in Europe, and that was the end of their touring days. They retreated to the studio for the rest of their career and just became a studio group. Now, you may make that comparison to the Beatles, who also went from live to studio group, or Andy Partridge to Brian Wilson, who also broke down and couldn't go live anymore. But as much as I love XCC, both of those comparisons are going a little too far. They continued to release quite a bit throughout the 1980s, but unfortunately they ran into some record label Argle Bargle in the 90s and only had a few releases then. Their final two albums were sort of side-by-side ones that were recorded together but released separately in 1999 and 2000. And after that, the creative partnership of Andy and Colin pretty much fell apart due to creative differences and wanting to do their own thing. And as of this recording, it looks like they're never going to record again under the XTC label, which bums me out. I thought that they were a great partnership, the two of them. What's funny is they're one of those bands, and I have several, where they're two main lead vocalists, but you sometimes can't tell who's singing what unless you really get used to them. 
XCC has Andy and Colin. The Clash had Mick Jones and Joe Strummer. Devo, The Cars, They Might Be Giants. Kind of funny how that works. But a few words about Colin himself. His voice is a little more nasal and maybe smoother than Andy's. Plus, Colin was probably more visually appealing than Andy. And there's actually a clip of the band miming this song at Top of the Pops or one of those shows where Andy is a dead ringer for Dwight Schrute from The Office. Check it out. Feel free to make silly office jokes. I know I did. But yeah, XTC. It's a bummer to me that they're no longer together. I get that they stopped touring a long time ago, so they spent most of their career as a studio-only band. So that means I couldn't be able to see them in concert. But I wouldn't mind a new latter-day release from them. But that's not going to be the case. As for honorable mentions, I'll refer you to some XCC albums that I like. I think a good starting point would be 1980's Black Sea. That's just where everything is compact altogether. And really no duffers. Like on most XCC albums, there is one piece of self-indulgence that Andy Partridge was better off not putting on there. But yeah, Black Sea is number one. Their concept album Skylarking from 1986 is seen as their absolute best. And it's a good number two for me. It holds together really well as an album up until some parts toward the end. But it's a great listen anyway. Number three, as before, is English Settlement, the parent album of this week's song. It is a little long-winded at times, but very enjoyable. A few favorite tracks of mine that aren't on any of those albums would be Life Begins at the Hop and Making Plans for Nigel, both Colin tracks from early on. And from 1989, their song Mayor of Simpleton, I almost went with for this one. It's another happy winner from Andy Partridge. It might be the closest to a genuine, affecting love song that he ever wrote. But anyway, that's your homework, should you choose to accept it. And that about wraps up another episode of Music Is My Radar. Join me tomorrow as I go on to day 25 of that 30-day song challenge. As always, thank you so much for listening, and may all the music you listen to get your senses working over time. Music Is My Radar is a podcast centered around music commentary and reviews. As such, all of the rights of the music samples provided in each episode remain property of their respective copyright holders.